Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast, and happy Monday to you. My name is Dean. I'm the lead pastor at LifePoint. I do the majority of teaching at our Lewis Center campus, and this past week we started our series we do annually called Now Playing, where we take a look at faith through the lens of film. And so we're looking at Lewis Center. We're mainly looking at the first three chapters of John this month um, in, uh, in February, and we're using these films as different illustrations of the principle. And this past Sunday, we looked at the, uh, the 2022 blockbuster Top Gun Maverick uh, film as we looked at John chapter 1. And um, you know, the reality of the film is that there's this, this conflict, really, for Tom Cruise's character who comes back to teach Top Gun and the young, uh, of course, stud trainee Rooster, who ends up being Goose's son from the original film. And uh, Goose has ill feelings towards Maverick, and certainly Maverick bears the guilt of what happened uh, to his wingman in the first film back in 1984, way back before I was even born. Um, and so, what we said was that relational health really. Relational health begins with the beginning, because in John chapter 1, he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And you know, um, in Greek culture, they debated that. The word um, in the text there in John chapter 1, the word logos, it's the word for word, um, that was a hotly debated topic. You know, today we debate gun control, or we debate equality, or what are some of those things in the public sector but in their day, they debated the Logos, and really it was reason. Like, what was your reason for living? And so John says right off the bat, in the beginning was the Logos, in the beginning was the reason, and the reason was with God. So the first thing that we said is that the reason is a person. Um, it's not a philosophical concept. It's not just a topic. But rather, the reason was, was a person. So you and I have to determine what's our Logos, Right in John's world, they really had two different views to the people he was writing to. There was the, uh, the Stoics and the Epicureans. And the Epicureans, they lived for pleasure. They said there really is no reason for living, so enjoy life all you can. The, um, the Stoics, they were different. The Stoics said, you know, there is no reason for living, but if we all live for pleasure, society is going to be chaos. So follow the rules. So there's kind of a liberal, an extreme liberal view. There's an extreme conservative point of view, but both were devoid of God. Now, the problem with that is that really only leaves you two places. Eventually, you run out of pleasure. You live just despair, right? That's all you have is despair. Or you have to live with discipline. You have to do all the right things for the right reasons, even though it doesn't mean anything. And so the premise um, in their culture was, you really don't need, you don't need God to try and live out some sort of personal morality. It's very current, uh, very wise, bright people in our country, uh, neuroscientists, atheists like Sam Harris, for example, say that we can learn morality from biology, uh, not from God. We don't necessarily need God, but we have evolved into doing what's best for human flourishing. And what's interesting is that we've kind of shifted culturally from um my truth is my truth, your truth is your truth, which was prevalent in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s, we've kind of today shifted to um, your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth, but you better believe my truth. Um, so, you know, it gets us to places where we're polarized, which is why we need God, which is why the gospel is critical, because the gospel says that we're all flawed. So it's not just that the reason is a person, 
But then that the person is an author. All things, John 1, 3 says, were made through him, and without him was not anything made. That Jesus has been with us since the beginning. All things were created through him. And if he is the author, then the author is the one who has authority. And then John 1, 4 says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not overcome it. So you and I have to determine what's your logos, what's your reason. Is it your beauty, your image? Um, you know, eventually that fades. Uh, maybe it's sexuality, right? You say no one has the, the right to tell me what to do with my body, but if God is the author, he does. Um, maybe it's attention, right? Getting more and more people uh, to look at you. And listen, what we are called to do is attend heaven on a daily basis. So whatever it is you chase, whether it's notoriety for being a parent, a teacher, a coach, career, any of those other things, your chase determines your pace. John called Jesus, in essence, his best friend. He calls himself the one who Jesus loved. And John says that Jesus punched a hole in the roof of the universe, came down to earth as a man. And I know that some people look at that and go, that's, that's crazy. And, you know, Christians believe in the virgin birth. And, you know, I, I understand that that's miraculous. Um, but, you know, Christians believe in the virgin birth of Jesus. Atheists believe in the virgin birth of the universe. So, you know, choose your miracle, right? Um, it's one way or the other, but both, both are put you in miraculous territory. But John says his best friend went to the cross, died, and when he was done, he said, it is finished. That the work for us, not just to have salvation in the past, but to live it in the present, has been completed in Christ. So I'm going to pray that into our day, and then I'll give you the opportunity to pray it as well. God, um, we don't have our own truth. Our truth is your truth, what is given to us through your word. And you proved that you loved us on the cross. So God, we trust you with our lives today. We're joyful today because the highs and the lows that come at us, they don't affect your love and they don't affect our eternal status. So God, I pray you'll help us to live out of that reservoir today. Now you take the opportunity to pray.